We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oklahoma City Thunder select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga University. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough step back. Gets up the shot. Banks This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, coming to you live the last Sunday before the NBA trade deadline, February 5th. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. Got my guy, J.D. Silva, with me. Fellas, I don't know what bullish means. (laughs) We've got Justin Peabody here. Hello, everybody. I think it's like a bull, but not quite, Silva. (laughs) Might be onto something. Nick Crane, also here. Big fan of bull bull. Bull bullish. Bull, bull. That's what I am. I'm bull bullish. Bullish. <laughs> Is bullish a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Bull I, feel like the, I feel like it entered the NBA landscape. It's, it's in the last stock market. Years and... Stock market jargon, Silva. Yeah. Jargon. Oh, I didn't know that. Only thing I know about the stock market is the uh, 1920s crash. Because I teach the Great Depression. <laughs> That's literally what I'm teaching in class right now. You were born shortly after, right? Yeah, yeah, not too long ago. <laughs> uh, well, gentlemen, no, it feels like the first Sunday pod in like a while where we no Great have, Depression here, or we don't have a yourself. Uh, a game. Yeah, the big sad is what I call the Great Depression. <laughs> first Sunday in a while, we don't have a Thunder game to talk about. But as I mentioned. We are closing in on the trade deadline. Actually got our first massive Woj bomb, Shams bomb. What the the Shams drop bombs? Shami bomby. A Shami bomby. Uh, actually came Friday with uh, the news that Kyrie had demanded a trade. Because why the hell wouldn't Kyrie demand a trade? Uh, That came to fruition today with a move to the Dallas Mavericks. Um. Don't know about you guys. I don't really want to talk about Kyrie Irving that much on this podcast. <laughs> we assume there could be more Nets and Dallas Mavericks trades to come. Maybe on this pod. Maybe on this pod. Ooh. But we are going to focus 
I like to start first half of this show on OKC or OKC adjacent trades and maybe what we're looking forward to this Thursday. Speaking of this Thursday, we have a packed week for you. Tonight, Sunday night, we have the live show right now. Tomorrow, the Thunder take on the Golden State Warriors. That game will wrap up roughly midnight Central Standard Time. Taylor will be on the post game with you guys. Tuesday night, the Thunder take on the Los Angeles Lakers on TNT, where LeBron is attempting to break the scoring record. How much does he need, Nick? Is it 36? That's correct. We'll see if he gets there. But I will be on that post game with you guys that night at about 11.30. And then Thursday, the trade deadline hits at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. The plan right now is for me to be on live about 30 minutes before the deadline. Uh, just do a a live show only. It won't be on the pod feeds. I think Silva is planning on joining me. Uh, yeah. All things considered, if everything works out right. If there's a Thunder move, we will most definitely record a podcast on Thursday. And then Friday night, I'm with you guys again as the Thunder take on the Portland Trailblazers. It's a busy week, guys. Busy week. Busy, busy. Luckily, the week the the week after that, two games and then the All-Star break. All-Star. And we this, get like, this is the last trade deadline for a long time that we're all sitting here kind of, yeah, they do something great. If they don't, who cares? Because I think moving forward, you might get back in that mode where it's like, they need this. Go do this. Make a be. move. Yeah, they could be more reactive from here on out. Maybe they'll be the next Kyrie team. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Please I no. doubt it. I I would also <laughs> doubt it, Nick. I think if Kyrie Irving left this summer and said, hey, Sam Presti, I will sign for the veteran minimum and come off your bench. Uh, Sam Presti wouldn't even like read the text message. I, I had someone text me today that said, what are your thoughts on Kyrie? And I told him my honest thoughts, which are uh, bearish based on the uh, the stock market jargon we're going on here. Um, <laughs> and they said, oh, hush, if you'd be ecstatic to Thunder got Kyrie Irving. And I said, wow. You really I would probably stop being on this podcast. It would be, got Kyrie it would, I would not be yeah. happy. All right. That's enough Kyrie Irving talk. Gentlemen, deadline is on Thursday. I want to start not Thunder specific, but Thunder adjacent. In the West, seed number four, which I don't even know who it is at this point after games today. Fourth is currently the LA Clippers. Seed four, the LA Clippers at 30 and 26. Seed 12, the Oklahoma City Thunder at 25 and 27. Nonsense. That is a three-game difference from four to 12. We're talking from hosting a playoff series to being like seventh in the lottery odds. It is absolutely absurd. One week in the West can change everything. So I want to talk about those teams. And we're going to play a game here. I'm going to assign you a team. And when I give you a team, I want you to tell us, is that team going to be a buyer, a seller, or stand pat at the trade deadline? We can debate some of these after you give us what you think they're going to do and why. But I think this is a good practice because right now we can look at the West and say, oh, the Thunder should hop this team and this will happen. The Thunder have the easiest schedule remaining. But a lot of stuff's going to change come Friday morning. Right? I mean, big time. 
the Thunder don't play Dallas anymore this year. Maybe that's a good thing, right? Um, the Thunder, the Thunder do have one Nets game left. That remains to be seen if the Nets are going to be a playoff contender or a tanking team because they trade Kevin Durant in the next five days, right? Um, so I think if we go through this process, we'll have maybe a clear understanding on how we think the Thunder are going to finish uh, in the West. Nick, you are first up as you are furiously t- hammering away on that phone. We got our own woes over here. <laughs> Nick bombs. So, Nick, first one. <laughs> The Los Angeles Clippers. Buyers, sellers, or standing pat? I think they're going to be buyers. Um, or I guess attempt to be buyers. There's no guarantee anything happens. I don't think they're a franchise that'll pull the trigger because they feel like they have to. Like I think they're under the impression, I think all of us would agree, Like if, if they didn't make a move at the deadline, they're still probably just fine, if healthy, to make a deep playoff push with who they have. Um, we saw the offer that was reported for Kyrie Irving. Obviously, they were aggressive in that. They gave they were willing to give up Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann, who, in my opinion, is not the greatest package. Like yeah. NBA Twitter is all over Terrence Mann, like this up and coming rising star, but he's 26 now, averaging eight <laughs> points a game. Like I think we can get over that. This isn't this isn't the bubble anymore. Um, <laughs> all that said, I think they attempt to be buyers. Um, whether they get a deal done or not, I don't know. But I think they will continue to be a team that fights for a home court playoff spot in the first round. So you're going buyer. Yep. What position? A lot of people talk point guard in in LA with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you're feeling as well? Probably. And I think this is a good year to need a point guard. I mean, you've got Van Vliet, you've got Lowry, you got D'Lo, I mean, Mike Kyrie's, Kyrie's off the board now. Mike Conley, like if you need a point guard, this is probably the year to need one because there's going to be vets out there that are playoff proven. They can get it done for you. So I think because of that, them being buyers, they probably will have success being a buyer in this market. So did you have a thought? No. Oh, okay. Zero he just he just looked like he had a thought. <laughs> um, anybody else have any Clippers thoughts before we move on? I think I think mm-hmm. point guard uh, maybe. Uh, there's been talk of them wanting another big to back up Zubots. Um, you know, is that like, uh, is that the Mo Bamba trade? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, which point guard do you guys like best as a fit in the Clippers? We we want the Clippers to be failures. Uh, I kind of <laughs> wanted. Irving. You're right. I kind of <laughs> wanted Kyrie Irving in L.A. In that um, case, I want Kyle Lowry. I feel like he is nose diving pretty quickly from a athleticism standpoint. And that'd be great for those picks. If they cashed in assets to get Kyle Lowry, <laughs> like this team has a very short shelf life. Like a I year. Like. I think, I think I would, from the Thunder's perspective, I would like somebody that is going to demand big money on the free agent market this mm. summer and could like just pad them even drier of cap space and flexibility moving forward, which could ultimately be detrimental. Get Van Vliet in there. Let him let him go to the Western Conference Finals and get a taste of it. Just want to go even deeper and just she said. tank it out. Like oh, no. that, that would be the that would be the best long term scenario, I think. Because he, he's gonna want 30, 35 million dollars in free agency. Either they pay that up to a guy that I don't think is really worth that kind of money, or he walks for nothing and all the assets they gave up were for for non. Interesting. 
Um, next team. So we, we've got Clippers as a buyer. Justin, you get the next team, which would be the fifth place Phoenix Suns. Mm. Before you dive in on this, uh, Shams and Chris Haynes reported today that the Suns offered Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and a first for Kyrie Irving. Shams said three firsts would have got it done, which my reply was, no shit. <laughs> uh, they refused to put three firsts in. Uh, that is why Kyrie is in Dallas. So, Justin, Phoenix Suns, buyers, sellers, or staying pat? Well, I think they have to be buyers. I don't think this season has gone according to plan. Um, they've been very bad through certain stretches this season. Uh, the, the fact that they're in fifth, I think, speaks more to the crowdedness of the West than it does the Phoenix Suns at this point. Um, I think they they need to make a move. I mean, you have people already starting to talk at, beyond Kyrie. The the KD to Phoenix rumors have been buzzing immediately following the news of Kyrie to Dallas. I think everybody's recognizing that something probably needs to change in Phoenix. I think the fact that they they offered up Chris Paul is interesting. I mean, not surprising. Like you're going to need that to kind of get that that deal for Kyrie to be done. But you're definitely starting to see probably uh, what what Father Time has been predicting for probably a half decade now of Chris Paul of like it's you know he's finally sunsetting a little bit. I think the Suns are starting to look towards the future and realize that like all right you know we had a great finals run, but maybe it's time to start thinking about what we can use to build towards the future. Maybe we see a move this trade deadline that starts to pave that path. Obviously, probably not something sexy enough to get you there now, but probably can can start laying some of that foundation potentially. I think two things from the Shams tweet. Jacob, you're spot on. Like, obviously, three first gets that done. Duh. Uh, but I think that says a lot about Chris Paul from both sides. Mm. One, the Nets must not have any interest in that dude. If they were asking for three first round picks and Jay Crowder in yep. that deal, because I think 18 months ago, Chris Paul is much more attractive than Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith, like easily. Like you might even be talking like Chris Paul for Kyrie Irving straight up. I think Chris ago. Paul is more appealing than Kyrie Irving at that point. Ag- in time agreed. As well. yeah. Agreed. But it says a lot about the Nets viewpoint yeah. on Chris Paul. And I think it says a lot about the Phoenix Suns viewpoint on Chris Paul. Yep. If they were willing to offer Jay Crowder and, and multiple firsts, I know they, the, the Nets were wanting Cam Johnson. That didn't work out either. But like, if you really want Kyrie Irving, who is probably a better basketball player today than Chris Paul, but imagine like that is, that's night and day in your locker room. You got Chris Paul, ultimate veteran, franchise changer, culture setter, and then Kyrie Irving. Again, both directions. What that says about Chris Paul concerns me about his future in the NBA because that means most teams don't respect what he's doing anymore. Yep. From, from an on court, that contract is very bloated. Not as not as much as others, but it is a bloated contract. Others. others. Um, <laughs> so, so if the Suns are buyers, what are they buying? I think it could be somebody like a a ball handling type player. Um, somebody to succeed Chris Paul potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see some type of bucket getter. We know Devin Booker can fold bones? up, but yeah, maybe it's bones. Mm. Um, 
somebody else that can that can score. Um, I think it's D'Lo. D'Lo and Booker, they're good buddies. friends. Mm-hmm. That one makes sense. I'm for the Suns. I'm all in on. Do the the like the internet breaker package. Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, however many first you need, Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam. <laughs> oh. Van Vliet makes me a little sad these days. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I like that. I like I love, <laughs> love the idea of Siakam actually. <laughs> Van Vliet. That's just tough. I, I think that the the big concern for the Suns is they're gonna be blinded by the idea of KD maybe being yeah, available. Right. And they're gonna be so focused and Yep, dialed in on that. They're going to miss that on on low hanging fruit. That's fair. They're going to nix themselves. Yep. <laughs> I would also love to see the Phoenix Suns get OG just because a wing defense with Mikael Bridges and OG Ananobi would be terrifying. Spicy. You got to give Cam up in that deal. They just seem so just. They hey, Cam is restricted free agent this summer. Yeah, but still. if they're not ready to pay him, like you got to do something. Yeah. Next one, we got to move a little bit quicker, guys. JD Silva. Hello. <laughs> Dallas Mavericks are in sixth place at 28 and 26. Buyers, sellers, or standing pat? Uh, what a fun one. Uh, they bought today. Uh, I think they will continue to buy on a smaller scale. Uh, I think they sent away some really important, probably their most important defensive player today in Dorian Finney-Smith. They need to find some way to patch that hole. Uh, I don't know if it's... I was listening to No Dunks or someone like that today, and they mentioned... Maybe they go get like a Isaiah Hartenstein, um, someone like that, uh, someone that can play defense on the wing, maybe a shot blocker. I don't think upside wise you can get a ton with the remaining pieces uh, because you're just like selling off things you need at that point. Like they need Josh Green and pieces like that that would be valuable in a trade at this point. So uh, yeah, something small I expect for them. So, okay, so here's here here's a uh, scenario. They want Cam Reddish. They are willing to give up what it takes to get Cam Reddish. The issue here is the salary filler. I wonder, I haven't looked into the the numbers. I wonder if Markeith Morris, he's only making like 2.5 million. He came back in that deal. I wonder if he now combined with some somebody else on Dallas making a low amount of money could actually make that work and they could bring in Cam Reddish. I wonder if that was a piece of the puzzle here. Hey, if they want to run a lineup that has Luca, Kyrie, and Cam Reddish and give up 160 a night power to them. Don't forget about Christian Wood. <laughs> that's that's the that I think that's the last thing they have to sell, right? As far as being buyers. Yeah. Get rid of uh Christian Wood to bring in something, someone with more defensive upside. Nick, we are back to you. We got we got buyer, buyer, buyer at the top here. Clippers, Suns, and Mavericks. Nick, we are on to you. Number seven in the West at 29 and 27 is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Buyers, sellers, or standing pat? I think standing pat. Um, If they were to make a move, it would be a marginal move that would be out of left field. Somebody five minutes for the deadlines, putting someone out there for a second. Memphis says, here you go. Um, I just think, although they've been horrific lately, don't, don't be impulsive here. Stick with your guns. You're still young. If this is not the year, the next four could be your year. Stamp out. Interesting. You guys agree? Yeah. Just having a cat come back and be healthy is a nice addition for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Stan Pat is like in the middle. Buyers, sellers are at 
in either end of the the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. They I think they're in the middle, but maybe leaning a little bit seller because we've been talking D'Angelo Russell. It's um, like everyone wants to talk D'Lo, everyone wants to talk Nas Reed, but they feel like the type of team that's going to end up doing nothing. Like yeah. everyone's going to Nas Reed's been getting a lot of two. traction as a as a trade guy. Apparently he's turned down multiple <laughs> contract extensions with Minnesota. Yeah. So um yeah, I think they are Stan Pat maybe leaning seller-ish and getting younger and getting assets because they're playing better right now. And I think that is definitely going to impact what they do. But they have to have so much buyer's remorse on the Rudy Gobert deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just awful. I was waiting for Silva to hit the sounder. <laughs> oh, oh, of course. As much as I hate Rudy Gobert... What I like how quick trade. you hit that too, Justin. <laughs> hit it so many times. <laughs> you are next with a really fascinating one. Eight seed in the West at twenty-seven and twenty-six. The Golden State Warriors, who announced this morning, multiple weeks without Steph, with a whole bunch of, I, I can't remember what all the specifics are, but basically like. Knee slash inner leg ligaments, ligaments, sprain, etc. They said multiple weeks until he's reevaluated. Luckily for them, one of those weeks is the the All Star week, so he's not missing any games then. Except they got to find a replacement. We're a not replacement. diving into that. Who could they find? Kyrie Irving. Shut <laughs> Stop up! Stop it! <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting how they deal with that. Is Kyrie still considered a an East All Star because that's what he was voted as, or is he a West All Star because he's in the West during the All Star game? We're not diving down that rabbit hole. <laughs> a team that has struggled this year, who's missed Steph for quite a bit of the season, going to miss him. My guess is till March, maybe early March, maybe late February. So it's gonna be out what another ten games. They're the repeating NBA champs. They got a lot of older guys. Their GM might not be around next year. What is this team, Justin? Are they buyers? Are they sellers? Are they standing pat? Obviously, they're going to sell James Wiseman to the Thunder, right, Nick? (laughs) Right? No. Let's hope Uh, so. I think this team is. I think this team is standing pat. They've not made a lot of moves at the trade deadline historically mm-hmm. um and i i don't really see this year being any different i don't i don't know if the steph injury makes it less likely but i, I just don't i don't know what they could do and i don't know what would make sense for them to do i, I think they're going to end up staying pat i think they explore the idea of tax savings they're in that bucket where like every dollar they're spending yeah. is multiplied like two, three, four X. So getting rid of 5 million a salary would save them like 25 million or yeah. something bonkers. It could be something minor yeah, like that, right. but it's not going to be anything. It's not, spicy. it's not going to be anything that affects their outcome of the regular season. You guys don't think they're, they're going to make a splash to have one more run at a title. Not I, mean, like I don't that. think they need to, yeah. honestly. Like I think I think they're they're in the, the boat where it's like we've got the two timelines, we're good now, we're gonna be good later. And I think if we also sneak into the, the play in or like the sixth seed, who wants to play that team? Nobody. That's fair. It's the same damn team as last year that won it all. We say they got the two timelines, but none of their young guys except Kaminga ever actually plays. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're not good. 
Maybe now's the time for them to play. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many DMPs Moody has, but if they wanted to make a move and a team wasn't super interested in Moody, but was interested in draft capital, if I was OKC, I'd try to sneak Mm -hmm. in on that. Welcome to OKC. another Arkansas guy. That's my point. You say, these guys don't play, but you're also like, I want him so bad. (laughs) Well, if he's good enough, why? I mean, it's not like the Warriors are playing good this season. They have a philosophy that's like, young guys don't play a ton. That's just their thing. And that doesn't mean he's not good. What about Kaminga then? He doesn't play a ton either, to be honest. Yeah. The only reason Jordan Poole got minutes is because all their other guys were hurt. Yeah. That's that's how he developed. Very true. So if you're not going to play him, they're never going to get experience. Trade him and get something to help you get a title. I think they stand pat as well. Trade Draymond. (laughs) I think they stand pat. (laughs) Silva, the next team is yours. The New Orleans Pelicans at 9, 28, and 27. I think I'm going to go with, despite all of the OG and Anobi rumors, uh, rumors, I think I'm going to go stand pat for the Pelicans here. They're also dealing with a lot of health issues. They just got Brandon Ingram back. Uh, Zion's been out with a hamstring, I believe, for a long time. I think they just need some health to go their way, some health luck to go their way also. So stand, biggest addition they path. can make at the deadline is Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't really get the OG Hananobi thing. They have so many pieces to give minutes to on that team, I feel like. Um maybe they want to consolidate and get someone like that, but Stan Pat is where I would go. I don't think we need to discuss that one anymore. I think we're all in agreement there. Agreed. Yep. Just or no, not Justin. We're back to Nick. Uh, we got two more left. So Nick and then Justin has the last one. Nick, maybe the first time we deviate from either buyer or standing pat. At 10, we have the Utah Jazz. Yeah, probably a seller. Um, but not a not a fire sell kind of seller. They've got some guys. You got Mike Conley, you got Jared Vanderbilt. Um, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. I wouldn't. I don't think teams are calling on Colin Sexton, but I think they would entertain offers. I don't think they're married to him long term. Um, Word is they will not trade Ochayak Bashi. I mean, why would you? Why, why would you? They ever said trade he's a, why would you ever trade a rookie. Yeah, they said he's untouch, untouchable and um, obviously the finisher. Yeah, and, untouchable and Walker. Um, I think they're sellers for the right price. Uh, it is a seller's market. I think that that exercise has proven itself as we've gone through this. Everyone we said so far is either buyer or stand pat. We haven't even talked about the East or the top of the West. There's way more buyers than sellers. So I think they will get the offers they want. I think they will sell off, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be just like a, here's a guy for a second. They're going to, they're going to want value. Yeah. 100%. I think I'm with you. How many, what do they call it? Jasmine? <laughs> Jazzers <laughs> can't be jazz. This is a question I've be. never had to ponder before. Uh, is it just jazz? Kind of like thunder? It's got to be like just jazz. Like jazz. It's, a, it's a singular plural. Jazzers. I, I like <laughs> jazzers. I think it's like jazzers. it's like deer and deer. It's just deer. Mm. <laughs> I'm going with jazzers. Oh my god! Makes me think of jazzer size. Oh gosh. Oh boy. How That's many jazzers get way? traded by Thursday, Nick? <laughs> I would put the over under at 1.5 and not touch it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I kind of want to put it at 2.5. I would I want to put it at 2. It's it sounds like they are shopping a lot of guys like as a package and not as singular players, which is kind of interesting. 
So whatever works. Yeah. Justin, last one. The 11th seed in the West and half a game up on OKC, the Portland Trailblazers. My oh my, the Portland Trailblazers. I feel like they have to be buyers, but I'm not sure they're going to be successful. I, They need to upgrade something. Mm-hmm. Um, Nurkic seems like he sucks. So no value a, there. Getting, getting a different center would probably be good. But again, like, what do you do to get that? I'm not sure. And they um, really screwed themselves. I, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or letting, at least letting our listeners know. They traded a protected first to Chicago yeah. for Larry Nance Jr., who went out in the C.J. McCollum trade. And that first is protected for like three years. So you can't trade it in any of those years it's protected. Dude. Um, so yeah. in order for them to actually like make a significant move, they're going to have to call Chicago and say, hey, can we just unprotect that bad boy? And if you're Chicago, you say, what are you giving me? Yeah, right. Like, I want something to help you out. You have to give me something to unprotect that pick. They are in a difficult spot. Yeah. It's, um, but I, I think they have to pursue it regardless because you've got loyalty dame at the center and you can't not try something in that type of situation. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think they'll be successful. So maybe that makes them stand pat, but I, I think they're going to have to try to, to buy. Who's more likely to get moved from the Trailblazers before the deadline? Jeremy Grant or Anthony Simons? Ooh. Option C, Nasir Little. (laughs) (laughs) What's Nasir Little going to fetch him? I mean, you'd like him in OKC, I'm sure. Come on down, Nasir Little. You'd like him in OKC, yeah? I mean, I've barely even seen the kid play. He's barely played this year, hasn't he? You'd take him in OKC, yeah? yeah? I think, I, think, I think you're on record. You were like a, I you were a Nasir Little fan, and then you were a, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name now, uh, Zach Collins fan for the long. You were the <laughs> yes, biggest dude. Zach Collins fan. I thought for, Zach Collins would have fit Zach really Collins. well with this team. You wanted him for seven firsts. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a pod many years ago where you would have done that. All right. So looking through this, we have <laughs> on. Clippers buyers, Suns buyers, Mavs buyers. Wolves standing pat, Warriors standing pat, Pelicans standing pat, Jazz sellers, Portland buyers. More buyers than a Stranger Things episode. Yo, <laughs> wow. That's good. <laughs> so where does that leave Oklahoma City? Chilling. Go with the flow. Chilling. I mean, not as not far as being concern. a buyer, buyer seller standing pat, but as far as in the West. That makes you... Assuming all the buyers end up having the opportunity to be a buyer and improve their roster, I think the natural thought is Oklahoma City is more like an 11, 12, 13 than they are a 8, 9, 10. And imagine if the like 7 to 12 spot in the West was like a lazy river. Uh, the Thunder are just kind of on a floaty in the lazy river right now. Just going. My question is, who's the one? Who's the one peeing in the pool? (laughs) That would be. I know who you think it would be, Jacob. Is it the Lakers? (laughs) The Lakers are peeing everywhere. (laughs) It's not just the pool, my guy. The Lakers are getting removed (laughs) from the bar. Isn't it kind of sad we didn't talk about the Lakers at all during that segment we just had? Yeah, they're but they're still behind the Thunder. They they will definitely be buyers. I did think uh, Shams' report was hilarious. That 
uh, the net said, not only do you have to give us Russ and both firsts, but we need literally every player under 25 on your roster. Well, my, so I'm going to get a little, a 12 second tangent. Please here. do. THT was the biggest thing on earth for the Lakers. He's untouchable. Now they won't trade Austin rivers or Max Christie or Austin Reeves and Max Christie. I don't get it. I'm done. 12 seconds. Look 12 at seconds that. Dot on the nose. Not to trade in Austin Rivers because he got <laughs> freaking DDT'd by Jalen Suggs. <laughs> Orlando's my city. But really, why won't you trade Austin Reeves and Max Christie? Austin Reeves is the best player on the Lakers. What are you talking about? I get it, man. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of Oklahoma City, all of those were kind of OKC adjacent. Like, how do they, how do those teams play out to determining where Oklahoma City finishes in the standings? I'm still on record playing. They're making the playing. I'm doubling down. I'm ready to commit. They're making the playing. But <laughs> we got to talk Thunder trades now. <laughs> so do. we're going to do this, this uh, I don't know what to call it, exercise. Yes. <laughs> Activity. Jazzercise. Too bad we're not a jazz pod. <laughs> Where Nick decided that I would be Sam Presti. I didn't decide this. This was yeah, Nick's right. Idea. This is my idea. I would be Sam Presti, and you three are going to represent other teams around the league and come at me with one big trade and one like minor move. Uh, you're going to pitch them to me, and as Sam Presti, I'm going to have all these options on the table in front of me as uh, as Thursday rolls around and make some decisions on what I am going to do. And you have the power to counter. So like the deal that we bring to the table, you could counter, we could readjust, and that will be on the table. I got to get like a notepad here so I can write down what the hell you guys are pitching to me. How about uh, we're in uh, the year 2023, you got a Google Doc. Yeah, Silva, can you pull us up a Google Doc? Share sure. it on the screen. Let me uh, open yeah. it up right now. I really just wish you had like a wig and glasses to really get in the same Presti mode. <laughs> Scared money don't make none as I yeah. drum. To some jazz music. It's funny how he needs a wig for Sam Presti, who has short hair. Was that it? Was that a jab at Jacob? It wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be a jab. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting bullied on my own <laughs> podcast right now. <laughs> Justin Bro, said that the thunder. Hair. Justin said that the thunder punched Houston in the dick. <laughs> now my you own said pod that on members. Your pod? Are... I might have. Oh goodness! It's a, it <laughs> is, it, is he wrong? I did a Rockets pod last week too, and it was very different. It was quite the yeah. opposite. Yes, the Rockets gave the Thunder a purple nurple. While while Silva's pulling that up, I will kick us off. I'm ready. I'm not going to do GM voices, although I encourage Boom. Justin, who's very good at it, to please. Really? Please well, there's no Vlade anymore, really? so you don't really get <laughs> just to Vlade. <laughs> imitate any more GNs. Okay, we're going to start. A mildly with... racist Eastern European voice is The gone. COVID shutdown was a wild time on this here it podcast. Was. It was. Silva, make a section for major and minor. We're going to start with minor, and we're going to go through those, and we'll switch to major. God, this is so detailed. I am Troy Weaver, giving you a call, Sam. You've got a, a long history. Yeah. Uh, your understudy for a long time. You have similar thought process. We scout players the same way. <laughs> So I'm calling you right now. I didn't ask you to transcribe. Uh, <laughs> I am offering you a deal. It's very similar to the deal we made with Hamadou Diallo a few years ago. Okay. Where I'm interested in a player that I had a hand in scouting and potentially drafting. 
And while he hasn't been great, similar to Hami, I'd like to see him in my new system okay. here in Detroit. So I'd like Darius Baisley. So in exchange, <laughs> accepted. In exchange, I will send back a guy that we traded for this summer. Thought he was going to be a great vet. I haven't really played him at all. He talks to me a lot about how he enjoyed Oklahoma City. Nerlens Noel. Okay, what's the contract on Nerlens? He's on a. He's well, done after this know. season, isn't he? I should know that since I'm the GM. No, I, I know he has a. <laughs> he has a uh, club option for next year. I think it's nine mm-hmm. million off the top of my head. Okay. Um, so you guys, it's it's flexibility for you guys. If he works out great, and you think he works next to Chet next year as a veteran next to him, sure, keep him. If not, bye. Okay, I, Mister Weaver, I have it in my notebook here. I will call you back. Oh. <laughs> Are we doing all the minor <laughs> trades first? Minor first. All minor first. The minor 49er. Justin. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, let's see. I I want to preface this segment by saying that I am about as adept at creating trades as Vladi Divac. Me too, Justin. <laughs> so, Don't worry. Just, Me too. Do I feel like worry. Nick's trades are going to win this segment hands yep. down, so we're just going to start with that. Um, I'm, I'm also... This is just so interested in Darius Baisley. What a coincidence. I thought you were going to say you were also Troy Weaver. Um, no, <laughs> no, I'm not Troy Weaver. Um, I need to Google who I am. <laughs> you know, I don't need your I don't name. Know. I just I need your credentials. It's, it's fine. Need your name. We don't need it. Um, I'm an unnamed NBA GM who works for the Orlando Magic. Okay. And I'm very interested in Darius Baisley, but really what I'm more interested in is some future draft capital. Okay. I'm looking for a new home for one Mo Bamba because Barosov just tried to start a fight in Minnesota. And I think it might be time to find him a new home. And I love the Thunder Center for Career Rehabilitation. And I think he could use a good, good, healthy stint of that Thunder culture. So I'm willing to part with Mo Bamba. Uh, I'm not looking for a super high price given his recent escapades, but I would love to take back Darius Baisley and uh, future first. Huh. Okay. <laughs> it's funny that me and Justin <laughs> were in the elevator with the assistant GM from the Magic not two years ago. This is true. And he, and he doesn't even know that the names of their front office members. <laughs> um, unnamed Orlando front office member. Uh, I am mildly interested. I think Mo Bamba could be a good backup for Chet Holmgren next year. Did he think he could have helped us down the stretch this year? We're looking for guys that, that got that dog in them. Interjecting a bit, we need to... These are real trades, Justin, So or Mr. Orlando. Um, <laughs> what? Orlando. It's John Hammond, by the way. What are the uh, yes, protections yes. on that future, future first? That's a big deal. First round pick is not the same depending well, on well, the protection. We don't even need to worry about that because I'm not doing it for a first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> even if it's top 28 protected. I'm not doing it for a first. Wow. I'm interested okay. in Mo Bamba. I've seen more fight out of him in the last so 48 hours than I've seen in his entire NBA career. Your job is to counter. So what would so you prefer? I will give you... We, got, we have so many goddamn second round picks <laughs> that I don't even... Jacob doesn't even know what they are. <laughs> Sam Presti probably doesn't even know what all of them are. Yes. I would be willing to do two seconds in place of that first. Maybe. 
I mean, it it would all come down to how how bad is Mobama's reputation at the moment to to decide where that one. So throw that out. in the notes. So we got we got a counter of two seconds, and we'll we'll marinate on that if that deal ends up being one of the attractive ones at the end. All right, Silva, I'm ready for yours. God, I'm so bad at these. <laughs> okay, here we go. Looks like I am Tim Connolly from <laughs> the Timberwolves. Okay. Looking to wheel and deal. We do not. Nas Reed just keeps turning down the extension offers. So we're looking for some juice. And that juice looks like Trey Man and a second. Oh. Okay. okay. What say you? Uh, well, I have some other offers on the table. Okay. So let me consider. And I will get back to you. Uh, we, we would definitely need uh, your permission to talk to Nas about an extension because we're not going to trade for him for three months and of then course. watch him walk out the door. Yeah, of course. Um, and we took Trey Mann 16th overall. 16th or 18th? 18th. 18th. We took Trey Mann was 16. 18th overall uh, two years ago. Less than two years ago. Uh, I don't think we're ready to punt on him quite yet. Okay. okay. Uh, so the second is probably off the table. Uh, okay. If it was anything, it would just have to be Trey for Nas straight up. Um, we, we we noticed you were playing Kenrich Williams at center a lot, so we figured we'd give you a call. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, he's still a, a better player than uh, the center you traded for. Hey. <laughs> Uh, as much as I hate Ruby Gobert. <laughs> okay. All right. So Mr. Sam Preston, before we move on to major trades, you have to decide which minor trades your favorite and start negotiating that to make it official. Before we move on to major trades? Yes. Hmm. All right. Um, I think of, of the three, I like the Orlando one the best oh, because of you. Dang right. Uh, I believe Mo also has like a team option next year. Um, so we could decide if we want to keep him around. Um, but I'm only willing to do it if uh, we can take off that first and make it a couple of seconds. Am I supposed to answer? Yes. <laughs> okay. you, are, you are the GM, sir. I mean... I don't think it's a it's it's a non guaranteed, not an option. By the way, it's a it's okay. fully, fully guaranteed by late June. So that's the after the draft. Perfect with us. Yep. I think like we have a 2023 second round pick, uh, the more favorable of Dallas and Miami. Uh, be willing to trade that one. Ooh. We have a 2023 second from Washington. That's going to be a pretty valuable pick. Ooh. Um, we have. 2024 second round pick from Charlotte or Minnesota. That's the least favorable. Uh, we have a 2025 second from Atlanta. So are you, are you saying any sec, any two seconds you want basically? Pretty much. I mean, there's no way we can make all these second round selections. No Correct. way. Make it uh make it what, three seconds. seconds. No, oh. two. <laughs> That's exactly what Sam would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I sure it seems a little thunder friendly, but who cares? Okay, deal. Okay. And two seconds. before before we move on to the major ones. If this came across on Thursday, Bays in two seconds for Mo, 
Like, how do you guys feel? I'm taking a Benadryl and going to sleep. I'm ecstatic. (laughs) I'm ecstatic as well. I'm the opposite of Silva. I'm I'm pumped. I think this is a huge win for the Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just, maybe Mo Bamba just doesn't really. He would play. I will say that. He would play and he'd be big. He'd play and he'd be big. He would be the starting center of the City Thunder. Yeah. Hey, he showed me something Friday night. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He's got some dog. Maybe he does. I mean, it's a good thing Jalen Suggs tackled Austin Rivers because Austin <laughs> Rivers was about to end up in the shadow realm. He was going to get the shit punched out of him until he got taken to the floor. I Yes. I Yeah, I'd be ecstatic. That's why my integrity was compromised playing as the Orlando GM in that scenario. Also, I just desperately want to go to Thunder Games, and every time he hits a bucket, just yes. hit the this is the real reason. Yes. Like, How oh. sick would that be? <laughs> I do like him as a backup to Chet long-term, though. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'll say that. 100%. There's another guy I like as a backup to Chet long-term. We can talk about that later, though. Hit me with your major traits. Am I going first again? Sure. Do it. Uh, no, let's, let's reverse the order. Love oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess that's me. Gable, huh? Before it goes, Gable says, let Bomba rub off on Ooze. And I just don't like the way that's. What does that Gable. mean, Gable? I don't hey, want rub Bamba off on, not Gable. rub off. Gable, that, uh, that bucket hat's dope, though. I always it see is. your bucket hat and I it always want to comment on that. So I finally did. All right. So does that mean I'm going first here with the major? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just be clear before I enter my persona here. I don't think the Thunder should make a major trade here. So this yeah. is going to be sick. That's across, across, across we do the any board. Of this. Across the board. Everyone yes. agrees. This is going to yes. be yes. Yes. rancid. Okay. I mean, for people who haven't listened to us before, <laughs> we are all on the, like, play it out. Make make a minor Baisley move, and that's really it. Play it out. You're going to need a spot for your 2023 pick anyways. Yeah. They're not making the OG trade. No. Right? It's not happening. Like they're not making the Bones Highland trade. There are no first round picks going out before Thursday for the Thunder. I would be like floored. Absolutely floored if that happened. We're just doing this just for the hell of it to have some fun. So yeah. just that caveat before we dive any deeper. You know what's wrong? You know what is messed up is I thought the one guy I actually would want the Thunder to trade for, I thought either Justin or Nick would take him. So I did not do it uh, in my minor <laughs> trades. And I'm not gonna do it in my major ones, but it's Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, that's um, the guy I want to talk about. Yeah, too. but onto the After major trades. Will. Will. Yeah, yeah. Onto the uh, major trades. <clears throat> okay, I am Landry Fields, new GM of the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh, I almost said Falcons. Just <laughs> <laughs> as bad. We are doing some self reflection, and uh, we see some problems on our roster. Uh, ain't no problem. It ain't no problem. We just need to. We need to fix some things. I don't know if Trey is going to want to be around for forever. We need some guard depth, you know, things of that nature. Anyway, you want DeAndre Hunter for just a little Lugans Dort? Oh, my. And a lottery-protected first-round pick? And Aaron Wiggins? I wish I was Sam Presti, but it's Jacob, so go ahead. <laughs> Let me type this up now. Yeah, so it's Hunter for Dort and, and Jalen oh. Johnson to make the salary work. Oh, 
I don't like Jalen Johnson at all. But okay, uh, DeAndre Hunter is very interesting. <laughs> also, uh, Silva, I gotta give you Dort didn't, didn't, Wiggins didn't and the con- protected first. The context too, he just signed a four-year, ninety million dollar deal on his rookie extension, so he yes. is under contract. You don't have to worry about that. Locked up. Uh, DeAndre Hunter did. Correct. Oh, so he. This is his fourth year. He is. He's on his his rookie. He's a 2019 scale. draftee, same as Baisley, but he actually got extended. Okay, so he's playing out his last year of his rookie scale, and then he's Correct. got four years after this. Yes. So he's on the team the same amount of years that Shea is. And he's 25. Good context for you. Take it. Fascinating. Uh, I'm very interested. Uh, I have okay. some other guys on the other line, so I need to hear what they got to say first, okay. uh, and then I'll come back to you. Wonderful. That's great. And that's all we got. You're up. Justin, me, <laughs> get in there. Mm. All right, um, let's see here. It's a, uh, it's Sean Marks from the Brooklyn Nets. I'm kidding, <laughs> but maybe, but no, uh, we're not going to do that trade. Thank God. I am, however, going to do the trade that you said we weren't going to do. Oh um, no, it's it's uh, the Toronto Raptors calling. <clears throat> oh, okay, it is Bobby Webster. Which Bobby. sounds like an assistant manager of a Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> um, OG wants out. We're trying to find a new home for OG, uh, as you may have heard. And uh, you know, we're looking around. We're we're weighing our options. We'd love to bring Dort back to to bring us some of that defensive intensity. Bring him home to the motherland in Canada. Um, we'd also like to bring Trey Mann back. I think we can rehab him, get him some new opportunity, fresh, fresh space, get his shot rolling again. And then, uh, you know, we need some of that sweet, sweet draft capital, Mr. Presty. So throw us a, uh, a first round pick and we'll see what we can do. Mm. Interesting. How old is OG again? OG 25. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right. I thought he was a little bit older than that. He, he is 25. That. 25. Wow. Yep. And he is a free agent next summer, correct? Yes. Uh, not next summer. I think he has, it's either like an, it's an option one way or the other. I think he technically has two years left on his deal. I think. I think. I'm not the GM of them. Silva, can, I, you, fact, can <laughs> you fact check and see OG's contract? Yes. I thought, you, I thought someone was going to have to pay him this summer. I, will, I got it pulled Googling. up. He did a four year, he did a four year 72 million player option in 2425, unrestricted in 2025. But if he declines yep. the player option, next year is his last year. Gotcha. So I'd have him the rest of this year, all of next year. And maybe the next, assuming he doesn't decline, which he probably will. Uh, he's going to decline. Do you know what the cap's yeah. going to look like? Yeah. Yeah. The, his current contract is going to be like the vet minimum. <clears throat> For those listening too, that's why it was such a huge deal that Shea's fifth year was no player option because this but is sh- gonna go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Shea's contract is about to rise in price though. Why? Because whenever he gets all NBA. No, no, no. That was he has to make it before the contract starts. Oh, I thought because he's in he he's in the first year of it. He already missed it. He had to make it last year. I thought if he still made it, he would get it. I thought it was at any point in the mm-hmm. contract. No, nope. oh. no. Nope. Okay. Luckily for OKC, it's an extra couple eight, nine mil a year to play with. 
All righty. The more you know. The more you know. Nick, I'm ready for yours. All right. Um, I thought mine was pretty splashy, but after seeing these first two, maybe it's not as major as I thought. <laughs> I'll have to do some selling here. Uh, to sell you, I'm bringing in two folks. Uh, I've got Daryl Morey, but I've also got Elton Brand in here. Both from the Sixers, obviously. Uh, we're here to pitch you on Kenrich Williams because we really think he could do a lot of great stuff in Philadelphia. P.J. Tucker hadn't been great. I think Kenrich could could play the role that we thought P.J. could play. Um, and then we also want a first-round pick, but we realize that the guy we're going to trade you for is going to need a new deal. So we're going to ask for a first-round pick that's top 22 protected. So assuming you guys um, convey that pick, it'll be a late first. And if you don't convey it, it'll change into two seconds. So it's a heavily protected first. And in return, I'm going to give you guys 25 years old. Again, does need a new contract. And I know you guys love Kenrich, but this guy's a two-time all-defensive player. Matisse Tybel. You want Kenrich Anna first for Tybel? It's it's top twenty two protected. I'm hanging up the two for a two time all <laughs> defense. Before I hang up the telephone, I'm <laughs> farting in it. Are you out of your mind? I'm hanging, clip, I'm hanging up sure. the phone. I'm changing the number. I'm removing the SIM card. And I'm you don't, throwing it in the fireplace. You don't value two time all day. He's played he's been in the league four years. And he's made the defensive team twice. Also can't play in the playoffs. I am out. Out. Wow. I am surprised. Thanks for the call, Maury. <laughs> I, I'll do I'll do Kenrich. I'll do Kenrich in a first for uh Tyrese Maxey. Now you're out of your mind. I'll give you I'll I'll give you your first back. You're still out of your mind. Well, I'd like to imagine this is the exact type of candor exactly. that a Presti Mori trade call has. You really don't think Tybal? Oh, dude, I'm out, out on Tybal. But you want Lou Dort? Lou Dort's offensive game can run circles because he takes 14 shots a game where Tybal takes Tybal. four. I, dude, <laughs> if I played Matisse Tybal in a one-on-one game, it would end zero-zero <laughs> because the man can't score. Because he doesn't take shots. And Oklahoma City could actually take shots. I don't, I don't want him taking shots. Is he better or worse offensively than Andre Robertson was for OKC in like the 2014 season, 15 season? Uh, Andre had some real cutting juice for a while. You know what did. I mean? I don't know yeah. if Tybal has that. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to think about it. He's on a contending team. They've been contending. Isn't he's only playing twelve minutes a game this year? You can't expect him to take. Yeah, I'm not trying a first rounder in Kenrich for that. Are you kidding me? All right. Kenrich said he wants to retire here. All right, he's I mean he's shooting he's shooting ten or no, barely worse than Lou Dort from three on much lower volumes. He never plays as much. Um, good free throw shooter, solid at the rim versus Lou Dort. Much better, no, I wouldn't say much better defender. More versatile defender, because he's not 6'2". Actually makes all defense teams. Uh, you, you, could ar- you could argue he might actually be a better fit in Oklahoma City long-term. Interesting. I'm out. Okay. I'm <laughs> down to the other two. Each other, by the way. I feel like they probably do. I like I'm... to imagine their trade calls feel a little bit like stepbrothers. Yeah. Like that type of <laughs> back and forth. 
<laughs> well, Jacob, I guess it's time to choose. <laughs> and they have two options. <laughs> if I have to choose, if I have to take a trade, I think I'm taking Silva's. Holy shit. Uh, I don't want Aaron Wiggins in the deal. I'm keeping Wiggs. But you can have Dort and the first. You're going to let Wiggins stop you from getting DeAndre Hunter. Next year, negotiate, goddammit. Shut your mouth. <laughs> You're not going to draft a player that's better than DeAndre Hunter <laughs> next year. That, that Those are the odds. Those are the odds. The real question is, why the hell do I want Lou Dort on the Hawks? But that's for another day. <laughs> that's for another day. Well, let me go ahead and highlight this. Looks like I won. There we go. <laughs> so the two trades I took were uh, Baisley in two seconds for Mo Bamba and Dort, and we took Wiggins out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Just for the, just for the fun of it, take him out. Take him oh, out. Okay. Sam Presti always wins negotiations. Yeah. Dort <laughs> and a Lotto protected first. Hey, for taking Wiggins out, uh, I will give you instead of my own Lotto protected first. I'll give you the the pick that the Utah Jazz owe me, which is like top ten protected. So, my question is, okay, so OKC sending out Lou Dort, Darius Baisley, and picks in return. They're getting Mobamba, DeAndre Hunter, Jalen Johnson. Who's the starting lineup the first game after the trade deadline? Is it is it Shea, Josh, Dub, DeAndre Hunter, Mobamba? Mobamba. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I don't know if Bamba would start. Yeah. I, 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 Who if, would start? If everyone was healthy, I wonder if they'd still start Poku. Over Mo Bamba at center? Poku's not even a center. He just had to play center. Yeah, but I think Poku offensively does more of what they want their center to do as far as, as, far as like ball movement. Dribbling. Also, I'm going to get a little, a little hot here. Oof. Oh. The Thunder already have a guy that's going to be better than DeAndre Hunter on the roster. Who? And Dub? Very I different like player. D- Dub's more like physical, down low, different player. Could be better, but different. I wouldn't. I, th- I think he's going to be better. You're but not- hey, I like my defense if that's my team. Your defense would be number one in the NBA with Matisse, but. We're gonna we're gonna pivot real quick to Sam Presti has been fielding calls all week, but he also has the opportunity to make calls. So I want to give Jacob a chance, whether it's Vanderbilt or whoever. Give us give us some of your guys, Jacob. We, we've we've shouted stuff at you for the last 10, 15 minutes. Um so am I doing this like I'm just trying to make some shit happen, or am just I doing this like re- what do I really think re- he's gonna remove do? yourself from character and throw us some some trades that you'd like to see Sam Presti look at um again i don't think they're making a major move i've just really talked myself into a jared vanderbilt move like i think his size what he does he he kind of fits what they want a guy that can handle the ball who can make decisions um who can score it a little bit really good defender like i would not be against jared vanderbilt coming to this team and being the backup center next year behind Chet and your bench unit is like a, a Jared Vanderbilt and a JRE. Like, I think you'd have some real juice there. Um, 
Vanderbilt's on a really nice contract. He's like four something this year and four something yeah. next year. After that, you got to pay him, but that's okay. It's not like you're committing a ton of money. You still have all the cap space in the summer of 2023. I mean, what would you guys be willing to trade? Because again, it's a buyer's market. So I think you're going to have to outbid somebody. Yeah. And I just don't think the Thunder are interested in getting into a bidding war. There was the Shams report that Portland is really into Vanderbilt and it's progressing towards the deal. My initial thought, it was like Baisley in three seconds. I don't think it gets it done. I don't think so either. That's from from what I from training. what I've heard around Vanderbilt, he's like everyone on the team loves him. It's like a fan favorite. Like every every he's only been to two destinations, but every destination he goes to, instantly like every fan wants him on the team, loves everything he does. Teammates love him. Like he'd be perfect in Oklahoma City. But I think that the the bidding war is going to be too rich for Sam. Apparently they're also trying to include him in packages like Malik Beasley. Yeah. Moving mm-hmm. him out to to get something bigger. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. I wouldn't take Baisley for in three seconds for him. What about Baisley and Trey Man? I would probably do that. If you're Utah? On both sides. Maybe I mean, you think the uh, is Nikhil Alexander Walker still on Utah? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you think that experiment has failed and you want to try another another similar player. He's just been like he's just not good. Eh. Like yeah. The definition of eh. Yeah. You know? I mean, the really, only reason really people are Orleans, interested in but... that is because he's Shay's cousin. Yeah. Which like great, but we talked about it. Roster spots are gonna be really hard to come by as yeah. these picks start coming in. I don't you really want to bring in the cousin just to cut him a year later. <laughs> Like I, I'm really into the idea of Jared Vanderbilt on this team. Um, what about like, you know, there's the the report of, and so this might be a great time to pull up some of the responses from that that tweet we dropped today. But there's the report that apparently Sacramento is interested in Baisley. Like, what does that look like? Can it's you really make hard. a can you make a Baisley and I, I don't know what other filler salary you put in and bring back somebody like a um, Rashawn Holmes, Holmes. That's yeah. like your backup center for the next few years. Okay. So since you brought up uh, Rashawn Holmes, I want to bring up a uh, reply to the tweet that we had earlier from okay. one of our loyal listeners and followers that we've had for the last few years. Uh, our good friend, Sean at Cubs fan 2033. Yeah. Uh, says Baisley, Poku and picks for Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sean. Oh, Sean, Sean, we know you hate Poku. <laughs> but just stop, stop using narcotics, please. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did I almost did Rashawn Holmes for one of my trade ideas. Interesting. It's interesting. Hey. Rashawn lo- Rashawn Holmes loves floaters. The Thunder love guys that shoot floaters. Yep. <laughs> Maybe it fits. Maybe it fits. That one's an interesting one. There's the report. Air quotes. Report. Nick's going to push back on me. That's okay. (laughs) That uh, the Thunder are interested in Dwayne Dedman from Miami. I don't know about interested. Landing spot. Landing spot. There you go. He's a landing spot. Uh, Oklahoma says a landing spot for him as like a a tax saving move for Miami. How old is Dwayne Dedman? Like 50? 
<laughs> older. You think Sam saw that uh, video of him slapping the seat and like throwing the Theragun and was like, "Oh, dude, that was so hilarious!" <laughs> he threw the Theragun onto the court all the way. Dwayne yes. Dedman is thirty-three and a half years old. Mm. Not happening. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I don't know how deep Miami is in the tax and how much money they would be saving on getting off of Dwayne Dedman's. Uh, 4.7 this year and 4.3 next year. You're committing to more salary next year. I think the Thunder would buy him out. Uh, Thunder currently own a Miami Heat lotto protected pick, and then the next year it becomes unprotected. If you want to make that like top eight protected and then unprotected the next year, we'll take on Deadman for uh, Darius Baisley. All of a sudden, Jacob considered this a report. It's no longer speculation. All of a sudden, it's a report now, and that has some legs to it, doesn't it? I, uh, I, I have a very hard time seeing them bring in a thirty-three and a half year old dude. Fair. The antithesis we, of what they're trying to do. I love how you keep saying the half. Like thirty-three isn't old enough. He's thirty-three and a half. <laughs> really you got to stop because I don't know how old Justin is. I will be thirty-three in the calendar year of twenty twenty-three. I don't like calling thirty-three old anymore. <laughs> Too old for the thunder. We did cover most of the, we just kind of innately covered most of the replies we got on that tweet. Uh, the Meek Leak did ask if we make a move for Bays this window, if we move Baisley out, I assume is what he means, and bring someone else in. Will we still need to free up a roster spot for this year's pick? Yes. Yes. Okay. I like and how you said if it's a one for one soccer. Yeah. If it's one for one, you still got 15 guys on the roster, yeah. unless the guy that you bring in. Like you waive or you buy out or their contract just expires. Uh, he also asked a follow-up. Who would you put at the top of that list as far as a player you drop to bring in the new? For Baisley? Or wait, so, no, like, no, no. If they traded Baisley for somebody. Yeah. Yep. And then you have a 15-man roster. Who's the guy that's who gets cut? not coming back? Correct. Um, it, I, what, I think it's more... Mike? Maybe it's Mike. Isn't it a is it a team or a player for year two? Because you keep signing these one plus one. Thunder never give player options. It's a team. I'd bet my life on it. Not really my life. My life's not that valuable. I'd probably bet my life. Um, your wife or your life? <laughs> life. Tread carefully. Easy. It is um, a team option. Three yeah, I told million. you. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike would probably be at the top of the list, but I say it every week on the show. Saying it again. They're trading up in 2023 with future draft capital and possibly players. So if you got 15 guys on the roster, you trade pick 15 plus two future firsts plus Trey plus Aaron plus somebody Aaron. to jump yourself up to from 15 to to seven. I don't know if you need to. And who do you draft? I don't know. I don't know if Nick's ready for this one. Nick's the draft guy on the show now. I want to hear who he you is. want. Let's hear it. Get up to wherever you need to. Go get Jairus Walker. He'd be great next to Chet. I, would be. I'm like, that guy's like growing on me. He's, he's a beefy boy. Uh, he's incredible. I don't know if I should say this on the pod. Do it. Say Do it. it. I think the perfect fit for what this team needs in the Thunder's range where they're going to be picking, most likely, unless they trade up, 
is Grady Dick. And I love trading for Grady Dick. Not trading, but drafting Grady Dick because the merch is going to be off the walls. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> and we're going to make so many dick jokes on this podcast. I would prefer Jet Howard. Who's going to be same I, range. I don't know if I want another white guy on the team. <laughs> you don't want to start uh, Josh, Chet, and Grady? This isn't Utah. <laughs> Josh, uh, Chet, and Grady sounds like the three stars of a 90s teen film. Yes, it does. They sound like triplets who play lacrosse for a very affluent <laughs> high school. I'll tell you what the Thunder don't need is Nick Smith Jr. Agreed. I'm with you. Agreed. I like Jed Howard. I just, I like Jarris a lot. He's good. Mm-hmm. Like, very good. He, he's he's going to come he's, in and defend day one. He is strong. He's undersized, but he's strong. He's only like 6'8". But he his his strengths are like the complement to Chet's deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Is he like so, a better Isaiah Stewart in theory? In theory. I don't think his game is like super similar to Isaiah Stewart's. Though. Their bodies are the same. Like identical, actually. I, like same height, same weight, same wingspan. What about like a Pat Williams comp? I think the offense is definitely higher upside. Like, like, dude, count me in. I'm like, in. Pat, <laughs> Pat still does not score very much. Let's Jared's get back to trade stuff. We got eons to talk, talk we draft. Do. We do. Any other trade stuff, Silva? Uh, that was week? about it. That we, we covered almost everything else. OG, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, whether or not we want to take on salary, that type of stuff. All right. I think it's time to go around the association. We got to take a quick break. An hour and eight minutes into the pod, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> so give us a quick moment to hear from the sponsors. And we'll be right back. What's up, Thunder fans? This is Jacob from the Uncontested Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that we have fully redesigned our merch store to get you the best Thunder swag available. Just visit cottonbureau.com and search the Uncontested Podcast to find all of our new designs. That's C-O-T-T-O-N-B-U-R-E-A-U.com and search The Uncontested Podcast to find new drops like Josh Giddy's Wizard of Oz or an ode to the Trey Man Step Back. We've also got all the classics like Dortal Combat, Lu Tang Clan, and everyone's favorite MVP, Shea Gilgis Alexander. The best part? You can get any design in the style of apparel you want. So if you're gearing up for the summer and want a tank top, needing a hoodie for the winter in Australia, or you're wanting a Pokemon onesie for your baby, we've got you covered. Make sure to go to CottonBureau.com and search The Uncontested Podcast to get your new Thunder gear today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Silver, play the sounder. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a long show, so we're going to keep around the association. Pretty short. The Athletic and Sam Vecini have put out a top 25 uh, trade deadline candidate list. We're not going to go through all 25, but I picked 10 that I found interesting. I am going to list a name. Your job is simply to tell me where are they playing at after Thursday's deadline. Easy enough? Yeah. Silva, you are first up. OG and Anobi. Oh, boy. The Memphis Grizzlies. Are we allowed to say not moved? Or is that yeah, for sure. Fun? Okay. For sure. Memphis for OG. Yeah. I like it. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Hopefully he doesn't join John Morant and pointing gun lasers at people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Justin, John Collins. Mm. For what it's worth, before you answer, Don't Sam Vecini wrote up a big article about how John Collins is his ideal trade candidate for the Thunder, which I thought was interesting. I, mm-hmm. I would love that. I've been rooting for that for a long time. Um, let's go for weird. it. Yeah, I no, it's just too it's too easy, Nick. Let's go. Indiana. Oh, fun. That's fun. I like it. Nicholas. Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Russell. Heat. Heat. Wow. Interesting. I like it. Interesting. If I had that one, I think I would have said Clippers. Say Clippers for most all of these, probably. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Touche. JD. Hello. Jakob Pertle. The Dallas Mavericks. Oh, how are they going to pull that off? No idea. <laughs> Don't have the slightest clue, but they need him. Or a player like him. Very good. I would have said 
Clippers on that one, actually. Interesting. Because you're going to move Zubots to the bench? No, no, no. Zubots, he is like, go look at his numbers when he plays 20 minutes versus like 30 plus minutes. He's not a he's not a volume big minute guy. He wears out easily. His production declines. Like the Clippers are in a much better place if he is a he can be a starter or can be not be a starter. But like that 20, 25 minutes a very big sweet spot. And when he plays more than that, it's bad. Interesting. Justin. Fred Van Vliet. Mm. Los Freddy. Angeles Lakers. Uh, Lakers. Wow. They giving Gross. up both the picks? Uh, it's rental. It's a rental. Yeah, so, no. probably not. But gross all around. <laughs> Yucky. All right. Let's stay on the Toronto train, Nick. Gary Trent Jr., who's only 24. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until this yeah. week. I, this is going to be a really weird one. Houston Rockets. Okay. They want to be competitive next year. It can't just be, let's compile everything in the offseason. You got to kind of build towards it. He's he's a guy that is not going to make them so good this year that they can't have a top three pick. Like, you're going to have cap space. I don't think Harden, I'd rather have him than Harden long term. Let's say tangent. I get 20 seconds. Lottery night. Houston lands at six because they have the second best odds. They fall Mm -hmm. to six. Mm -hmm. Thunder make the play in. Uh, They get pick 15. Would you trade 15 plus give Houston their pick back that they owe OKC next year to move up to six? Hell no. That was pretty quick. Ooh. It's top five protected, though, yeah? Next year, top four. Yeah. Top four. So the best it could get is five next year compared to six this year. But you're giving up on your own pick as well. I don't think I would do that. I think I might do it. I think I might, I might do that. Next year? Because they're not. It's <laughs> <laughs> because they're still going to be the worst team in the league, too. Yeah. Silva. Yeah. Hello. Josh Hart. Wow, this one. Not a lot of spice to this one. Send him to the Knicks. For Interesting. Emmanuel quickly or something. I uh, I kind of like him in Cleveland. Hmm. That's yeah. the that's the rumor of the day right now. Yeah. Uh, Justin. Mike Conley. Who? Mike Conley. Who? Mike um... Jones. <laughs> Let's send Mike. To mini. Okay. So you're saying D'Lo's gone. That is what I'm saying. Okay. Mm. Could make sense. Minnesota getting good. older instead of younger. Bold. Those teams should not trade with each other anymore. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> PTSD. Nick, you get a really fun one. Bones Highland. I'll be really specific because I called this one. That's where Matisse Tybalt is traded. The Nuggets are desperate for a defensive wing. They don't really need scoring. They don't need facilitation. They got plenty of it. So you bring in Matisse. You send out Bones. Both teams are happy. Good night. Interesting. One place Matisse could score the basketball is off Jokic passes. So <laughs> True. I'm with you. Silva, you get the last one. Malik mm. Beasley. 
Oh my. Let me just guess. The... <laughs> I like how he closes his eyes. Let get... me just... <laughs> I'm maybe, getting a vision. I'm maybe the Suns. Maybe the Suns? The Suns, okay. I was going to say the Lakers, but they, they have nothing to really trade. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's true. that's it those are all the names i got guys any other trade thoughts before we get out of here because it's your last time to get them off your chest yes before the (laughs) deadline hits i want everyone to go round table no boy no this is a a two-word answer team and mascot who is the team that's not being talked about in all these reports and rumors and you know, all these big national guys have these like dumps of intel, and you keep hearing the same like six guys and same eight teams. Who's the team we're not hearing about at all right now? Because it happens every year that makes the big splash. Jacob, I'll start with you. Hmm. Hmm. Smartest guy on the podcast, the Orlando <laughs> Magic. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Magic are, are going to be the Van Vliet team. Yeah, yuck. I don't I know. Like that. There's been that. talks about it. They're gonna they're gonna make a move for somebody like that. Um, guy Just like uh, evolved like Cole Anthony is gonna go out. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Pelicans. I'm gonna say <laughs> the, <laughs> the Bucks. No, that was my team. Oh. Damn it. Okay, well, that's a good one, Silva. I will some then, Chris Middleton stuff, maybe. I will then pivot to the Sacramento Kings. They've got a taste of what victory feels like. And they need more. They can't help themselves. We always say that the classic quote, Kang's gonna Kang's. They are would rabid. it not just be... Would it not just... How shocked would you be to see a Woj notification that the Kings made a splash and you were like, whoa, and then you're like, oh, it's the Kings. Yeah. Is it John Collins? I think, up it, I think it could be John Collins. <laughs> I think it could be. Ooh. They've had interest. They've had interest. Yeah. They have. Go get like a Harrison Barnes or something. Again. Be interesting. All right, Silva. I think it's that time. Thank you guys so much for joining the show tonight. Like we said earlier, we got a packed week. We didn't even do our predictions. But the Thunder got three games this week at Golden State on Monday, at the Lakers on Tuesday, and the day after the deadline at the Portland Trailblazers. That might be an OKC Thunder team without one Darius Baisley. We will see. Make sure to sub to the YouTube channel. We're closing in on that 1K mark which is incredible. So hit that sub so you can catch us live after all those games if you're a degenerate who stays up till midnight to watch NBA basketball games. And then Silva and I will be live on trade deadline night. Trade deadline day, not a night. It's daytime, 2 p.m. We'll probably go live about 1.30. That will not be ripped for the pod. The only way you catch that is just to tune in on the live stream. So make sure you do. Besides that, we'll be back in about 24 hours after the Thunder take on the Stephen Curry-less Golden State Warriors. Maybe the young guys finally get some burn for the Warriors. 
Until then, you guys have a great beginning of your week. Happy trade deadline week. It's like Christmas. Until then, as always, thunder up. Thank you.